listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's going to be very interesting. The first time Aaron Rodgers says something out of pocket with the New York media, because you're not you're not in Wisconsin anymore. It's not the Milwaukee media. It's not the Green Bay media. It's not the Madison media. This is not the Eau Claire, Wisconsin media. Like WFAN will absolutely fillet him first time he says something stupid. And they will cook him up in A1 sauce. And I'm kind of looking forward to, to seeing the, the smugness of Aaron Rodgers get peppered by the number one media market in the United States of America. You are listening to the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, the Lance Day Radio Network, coming to you live from Huntsville, Alabama, where we're on site this week. I am your host, the one and only James Lewis III. Always a pleasure to, to have you listening to us whether it's on our affiliates Coast to Coast. Or if you're listening on Lance Day Plus, where I podcast every single segment of the show so you don't have to miss a single segment. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. And I don't talk about Aaron Rodgers that often. A, because they don't get deep enough in the playoffs to be a relevant discussion. B, because it's kind of kind of piling on. I think that there's enough saturation. I don't talk sports solely. As I've said on this show, we talk a lot about everything. We talk about politics. We talk about healthcare. We talk about black excellence. We talk a little bit of technology. You never know what you're going to get on, on Lance Day Radio Network day to day. I could be talking to the, to the CEO of Aetna. I could be talking to a hip-hop artist. I could be talking to an athlete. But the the common denominator for sports talk, everybody wants to talk about Tom Brady. Everyone wants to talk about LeBron. Everyone wants to talk about the New York Yankees. If you hit those topics, for the most part, you're going to be relatively successful. Shout out to my Baltimore Orioles. Sidebar. A little bit of Orioles magic. My Orioles are, are kicking arse and taking names. And they got a bunch of young guys out there. Roshman, in his second full season, the, the catcher. You got my man Tony Taters, Anthony Santander. You got Hayes. You got a nice, you got a nice young team. They're on pace to win 90, 90-ish games. Now, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's, it's nice to see my, my Baltimore Orioles ahead of the New York Spankies. In the standings, but those are those are big topics. If you if you hit those big topics, then you're going to be successful in your podcast and on radio. You throw in a couple of war stories, a couple of off color jokes. That's the way to be successful. One show I listen to, they love to make fun of Lizzo and her weight because that's a hot topic, and that's going to alienate enough people to want to listen, but not so much that that you're going to have people picketing in front of your office. 
I have nothing against Lizzo. So I'm just I'm just reporting the news, not manufacturing it. Don't don't come down to Paragon Seven Studios and, and Paragon, pick it Paragon pick it me. Seven, if you're if you're someone studios. she can wear whatever she wants. If she wants to show up in the G string, that is her prerogative. As long as she's as long as she is complying with FCC regulations, Lance J has no issue with it. But people people will be bold. And they'll find topics that are polarizing. That's that's what talk radio is. That's what podcasting is. That's why people love listening to Gilly and Joe Budden and the podcast that uh, I Am Athlete with Pac-Man Jones. You don't know what these guys are going to say. These are talented people that are hilarious. The, the one that I really like, you got Cameron and Mace have their own show. Now, that joint is hilarious. I feel like I'm watching Paid in Full. But everyone's 25 years older, 30 years older. Being polarizing, really, really cutting deep in, into your base and, and getting people to get riled up. That's that's what Howard Stern did. That's what Don Imus did. That's what that's what the greats Howard Stern does. Excuse me. That's what the greats do. Don Imus referred to to the ladies at Rutgers on their their national championship basketball team. He referred to them as, quote, nappy headed hoes. And he took a lot of flack for that, as he should, because that's a that's talking about the texture of someone's hair. That's that's racist, and it's disrespectful to to women to refer to them as whores based on their appearance. I will say the women that played for Rutgers basketball team they didn't look like Bayou Barbie. That's true. So, how are you as polarizing as possible without stepping over the line and getting yourself in hot water with the FCC or protected classes or just people that will come to, to meet you in the parking lot after your show. Back to my topic, Aaron Rodgers never had to deal with, with real media. I mean, you're on Green Bay. They're teddy bears. They're house cats. They're cuddly kittens. New York media will roast you. They'll absolutely annihilate you. And Aaron Rodgers... I'm I'm just not a fan. I think that Aaron Rodgers, he he epitomizes, and I talk about this on on the show, particularly with the health cast, and I'm talking about my experiences in corporate America. Aaron Rodgers kind of personifies someone that's a quote individual contributor. Allen Iverson was an individual contributor. And there are people that are phenomenal talents. They're brilliant, they're great at what they do. Steve Jobs in many ways, when before he owned his own company, was an individual contributor. Like, he didn't take showers. And you have people like that who are brilliant at what they do. They're they're magnificent at their craft. They're best in class, but they don't work well with other people. They have their own idiosyncrasies. They have their own beliefs that are just different. They have a different code. They approach life different than most people. And I think that Aaron Rodgers, he, he epitomizes individual contributor. He's not somebody that I would want around my organization with his smugness, with his radioactive behavior, his selfishness. He's passive aggressive. I hate passive aggressive people. I like people that tell me to my face that I ain't bleep because at least I know where you stand. I don't like you. I don't like how you dress. I don't like the cologne you're wearing. I don't like your car. I don't like your family. I don't like anything about you. With guys like Aaron Rodgers, you you really don't know where you stand. He he kind of has these. He's kind of half in and half out, and and he's smug and and he uses the media in, in certain ways. And I'm just not a fan of that. He's you don't want to work with somebody like that day in and day out. Well, it work in the short term, of course, because he's a he's a fantastic quarterback. 
And I know that last year he didn't look that great. But Aaron Rodgers is a savant. I mean, he's a legitimate savant savant. I'm not just using – I'm not throwing that word out for hyperbole. If you look at – Aaron Rodgers did a, a quarterback camp on ESPN a few years ago. And he knew he knew every pick that he had thrown. Like, I think that year he had thrown maybe 38 touchdowns and, like, six interceptions. And he was chronicling, oh, yeah, you know, um, Devontae was was running this route, and, and I kind of misread it, and he broke off his route a little bit too early. Da-da-da-da-da, I threw a pick. And the other one, it was, it was a tip ball. I should have been paying attention. It was tipped at the line of scrimmage. Like, he knew, he knew all of that. He knew exact, the exact play. This guy has, has an amazing mind for, for football, a penchant for, for making plays. Even as an older guy, he's not in his prime anymore, but he's still an elite quarterback. He still can win you a Super Bowl or get you to a Super Bowl. And the Jets are a desperate team. Jets haven't been good since Rex Ryan was there, since Revis Island was there. And even then, they weren't that good. They're just good enough to get smacked around by the Colts or the Patriots when they got into the playoffs. They weren't a Super Bowl contender. I don't know if they've been a Super Bowl contender since Namath. So they traded away some draft picks. I don't I don't even have that in front of me. I think they traded, I think they swapped first round picks. I think they traded another first round pick conditionally next year and a second round pick for Aaron Rodgers, who may play one year. Maybe if you're lucky, he plays two years. And so you have Coach, you have Coach Sala, who I'm a big fan of, but just seems to be coming up a little short. You got Lazard and Garrett Wilson, who's an absolute stud at at wide receiver. So so Aaron Rodgers has weapons to throw to. They're gonna go, they're gonna win eleven games. I don't think they're gonna win thirteen games because you're still in the AFC East. You gotta play Buffalo twice, you gotta play Miami twice, you gotta play Belichick twice. That's not a cakewalk. But Aaron Rodgers, they're going to be successful. They'll likely be a playoff team. They'll likely maybe win one game in the playoffs. But is it really worth it to to make the trade, to bring someone like that into your organization when, when you know what they are and who they are and they're only going to be there for a year? I don't think the basically what I'm saying is I don't think the Jets are close enough to a Super Bowl to tolerate Aaron Rodgers and his act and his smugness and his attitude and his cancerous behavior and ego, I don't, I don't know if it's worth it. Because you're not competing for a Super Bowl either way. I'd, I'd rather build it out. I get that you busted on Zach Wilson. And I'm not hating on the Jets. I think that, I think that the NFL is better when the New York teams are better. And the Giants are starting to turn the corner. And Salah, if he doesn't make playoffs this year, he's, he's fired. So I get it. But I, I just I don't like that move. I don't love I think the I think for the 49ers, that would have made more sense to bring in Aaron Rodgers. For the Niners. Because the Niners have a culture. They have a coach that's that's been to the Super Bowl. They have players on that team like like Bosa. They have guys that are that wouldn't tolerate that type of behavior. If you go to the 49ers, you're not you're not the only person that's getting swarmed by the media. Which San Francisco media is the real deal also. But in New York, man, I just think with with is I hope that he takes I hope that Aaron Rodgers takes a, a crash course and whoever is advising him, whoever his PR people are, I hope they tell him about New York media. Because I spent a lot of my time growing up listening to w, WFAN, Hot 97, WBLS. They'll crush him on everything. The, the hip-hop stations, the sports stations, you got to deal with the back page of the post. 
I mean, this guy's going on health retreats where where he's in a cave somewhere, self-inducing vomiting for a week. He's taking mushrooms. I mean, it's that's a <laughs> that the New York media is gonna have a field day on this ball. The first time he has a bad game or, or the Jets lose a couple of games in a row, which will happen because you got a difficult schedule. And he tries to tell the New York media to relax. I, I can't wait for that, man. The New York media, one thing about them is that they will they will absolutely skewer and and destroy and annihilate you. I mean, they will they will literally turn you into a chalk outline if they have the opportunity to do so. And that's that's gonna be very interesting watching him spar back and forth with the New York media. Nook, Mosaic Meals, and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious Mosaic Meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. The construction Tims are classic in Philly they and are. New York. They are. Connecticut. James Lewis. I've never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey, you definitely from Uptown, New York. You definitely Manhattan, from New York if you Harlem. shouted out Connecticut. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.